Welcome back to another episode of Data's Gonna Date. It's me, it's Roisin. And who uh, else is here with me? <laughs> of course, it's Nicola. We're kind of, this will be probably a short one, guys. I am going away on a week's holidays, finally escaping Irish shores. Um, so we just wanted to bang out a new episode really quick, especially after last week's lengthy chats. Um, <laughs> Got some, um, 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 you got some messages like I kind of didn't really read some of them because I kind of thought they're obviously probably when I saw they're kind of directed to you I read as like some of them by accident but um, we did get you did get a good like response from people yeah I mean first of all how dare you read my messages like, <laughs> on our right? joint Instagram yeah. <laughs> okay. no honestly um, I meant to put up an Instagram post but just uh, work life is absolutely nuts at the moment but I did just want to say thank you to everybody who reached I out through the Instagram and also through people who know me who message me privately and um, WhatsApp me and like family and all who just were like you know well done and just a lot of people were like look you could have gone on and you know said insulting stuff or been really harsh I would have been well in my rights to yeah. um to go mad and um yeah just so really really thank you to everybody who kind of reached out and like sent positive messages and like there's women who um messages who said like somebody said who like they their fiance broke up with them after years and years together and even three years down the line like it's still a bit of a shock and everything like that and it was just all everyone sending me their own kind of personal stories and you know how they found their breakups and getting through them and um yeah just just thank you so much to everyone because I was absolutely shitting it last week because one one it felt like doing the podcast for the first time ever because it had been so long, I gotten so used to it, do, us doing it nearly every fortnight at a minimum to having nearly like, what was it, nearly five months mm. than the last time I was on was probably December. So it felt like doing it, like doing it from scratch. I remember how we held it the first time we did our first episode and how nervous I was. And um, I was really nervous. And I didn't know what I was going to say and I didn't know how people were going to react. Not that I expected people to be like negative. We just, we just you just don't know sometimes what people are going to say but yeah just everybody was so incredibly lovely so thank you so much to everyone who messaged and thanks because I was listening back to it and like you were so good because I was like an emotional wreck and you guys obviously we don't put videos up of ourselves but obviously me and Nicola are on Zoom looking at each other and I at one point like Nicola's talking I'm full-on bawling I'm I was wiping tears away from my face um so she kept the show running and kept me from going completely off the fucking edge kilter so uh, thank you so much for being such a wonderful co-host as well Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just like um, I know if it was me and I was coming on and I was like it's such an emotional topic you know you do don't, you don't want to walk away from it and be like oh shit all I did was cry or I got really angry or whatever and you know um, so it's kind of like it's you know when you needed that break I just would step in and just like waffle and stuff but I did see a lovely message um, 
from one person who said they'd never messaged a podcast before and that the reason they messaged this time after hearing the episode last week was that or did a week was that um you know a lot of people will come on and pretend everything's okay and that you know you didn't and you said the good the bad and the ugly of it all I suppose yeah. and also I suppose I probably met a lot of people that you didn't come on and that completely you're a dickhead wanker which you again would be <laughs> in your full rights I might do it but um, <laughs> but yeah I think that probably met a lot of people like you know you're still you're still in this stage maybe that they're in or they've just gone through and they're gone on to the next stage or whatever and it was really nice to have someone who's never messaged us before kind of as well because as we've said before a lot of you know the the listeners we kind of know them a little bit now because they message yeah. us a good bit and we love it it's the regular it's like having a pull yeah there's a girl <laughs> emma who messages us the best memes and the funniest things she sees and the funniest tinder profiles i swear she always has a good laugh and michelle as well another girl and like so when we see them we're like oh here's our little pals so when you see a new person like oh my god somebody else is listening so it's kind of cool as well too yeah it's and and if i didn't write back to anybody or like some of them i just couldn't even write proper messages back because i was so overwhelmed by like how lovely they were um but yeah honestly great greatly greatly appreciated uh one thing though that i was absolutely raging after bringing them up on the podcast and what did he do on the late late show mr ryan tuberty <laughs> With his own misogyny. Why? Why have <laughs> gave you so much praise, Tubbs? Did you did you have to? Did you have to do this to me? My God, I was complimenting you to the absolute hilt. Yeah. And then it all blew up on Friday night. My God. Yeah, you were there telling him how gorgeous he was and how he's so oh. charming and all that. And then next thing, he insults Michelle from Dairy Girls. And you just don't insult Michelle from Dairy Girls. No, no, I just... And you know what's worse? I there was a clip of him when she was on his radio show mm. like a while ago, and he asked her the same fucking question, and she says the same thing again to him. I have to say, like the whole disc, people were saying she was rude. I don't actually think she was that rude. Her response was was that rude. I think like she was pretty sound about it in saying like she didn't really want to answer the question. She said it in a nice, funny way. I'm 107, like mm. blah blah. Should have just been moved on. Why did you do that, Ryan? After me giving you a big kick up the arse with all the compliments How dare you? <laughs> and weirdly you weren't in, you're the only one because when I looked at when we put it up on Instagram it was 20 let me see what was the uh, result it was 23 percent of people thought he was hot well 23 percent of people need your eyes checked <laughs> but did you see the message from the girl who was like I'm glad the stat is low because it means one chance at all is much better I do want to point out guys I'm not saying he's Brad Pitt I was talking from a personal personality wise okay I don't want to uh, well now want... you, do you stand by it now that you've seen him insult Michelle no, I'm kind of horrified really <laughs> why did that happen like the week after we said it I was like Oh, you know who difficult. didn't insult anybody? Marty Whelan. Well, he never does, does he? Doesn't. Marty ever Perfect. upset anybody? Don't know what he messages if he has. I don't actually want to know. I <laughs> yeah, don't, don't want Marty Whelan ruined for us at all, at all, no. at all. Um, also, the person who texts us about Jedward, they have not come forward and confessed. <laughs> They're shifting. So just knocked my microphone. <laughs> don't leave us hanging. We know you're listening. We know you're on the Instagram. You were there yes. before. We can't find you. Confess. Just, confess your sins. Yeah, please. Look, all we like, we're not going to say who you are. We just know that somebody messaged us before that they were writing to John from Jedward on Bumble or on something, or they went on a date with them. 
and I just can't find it in the in the Instagram. But I will. If you're not going to tell me, I will find it, and then I'm yeah. just going to DM you for all the deets. <laughs> they probably like they probably like deleted their account. They probably did it in a moment of like drunkenness, and then woke up the next morning and went, "Oh no, I confess, I need to delete." It was actually Edward. I can't believe I said it was John. <laughs> We did ask about people about um, just a few things that we put up on Instagram after the last thing. Obviously, we asked about um, people who had shifted celebrities. And we got a couple in. One of them I had to laugh about was like some girl said her friend tried to get Callum Best to shift her years ago. And she said no. She was like rotten. Now, that was to me was so funny because if you were from a rural town in Ireland, there's probably a chance that Callum Best came to your nightclub to do a PA in the like early 2000s, late 2000s. I just, I remember he came to my town and like there was girls hanging off him. And I was like, this is mortifying. He's yeah, and surely as well, like someone has shifted one of the Love Island lads because that's similar to Callum mm-hmm. Best. They definitely do the rounds when they come out. Yeah, the, and the like those club night the curry people who did those appearances, like the Ryan Thomases oh, yeah. and all them. Now he'd be a he'd be a good one to get, but like you oh, know, he he'd be hot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. those home and away stars and stuff like that. They all come up here. There's definitely people out there who have shifted them. Somebody did say they sh- she scored Keith Flint and said he was a lovely guy. RIP. I was like, oh, well, that's a real random one. Random, like, yeah. Where like well, yeah, just. Like out clubbing, Jesus, I'm wrecking the gaff here. Um, <laughs> just out clubbing, and you met Keith Flint. Just such a random person to like bump into on a night out. I feel like there's there, there's probably more specifics to that story. Um, I will tell you the absolute scandal though that I was informed by a family member. Oh, um, so my sister Kiki, she's getting an L shout out. She informed me that as a teenager, you're gonna be raging with jealousy now. Okay. She shifted Ronan Keaton. <gasps> Yep. Dear she. Yeah, I know. The man of most of our dreams. If you were a 90s baby, Ronan Keaton was the peak. If if you weren't into Stephen Gatty. <laughs> yeah, like if Ronan. you weren't in denial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ronan was the one. I was shook. I never knew this. Did he I have never... spikes in his hair when she shifted him? <gasps> he would have he would have been only like I think 15 or 16 at the time. So oh very, very young, not in his boy's own days. Uh, but he was known for um Pursuing the ladies in the area where I live. Let's just put it that way. Oh my God. Thanks to my sister oh sources. Oh, geez. I can't believe it. Imagine shifting someone like Ronan, Janie Mac. And then he goes off at Yvonne. He's like, I'm a virgin. Do you remember he was doing that for ages and they got together? And oh, yeah. He's a virgin. Yeah. Well, maybe my sister knows whether that's <laughs> a true or false statement. But Can like, imagine the scoop. Did she the scoop, know? Yeah. But imagine being with him and then he becomes really famous. You'd be fucking raging with yourself to do the new thing on for your life. Imagine all those like rotters he shifted as a youngster, like when you're 13, 14, and then one of them became famous. You'd be like, for sake, he was rotten, but like, I'd still be with him now because he's famous. <laughs> like, imagine you'd shifted like Wayne Rooney back in the day and then thinking, oh, you're mortified. And then he becomes <laughs> Wayne Rooney and you're like, for Shit, I missed out. She did also approach Nicky Byrne once. Now, that wasn't to shift him. Uh, that was uh, to get his uh, um, signature on a beer mat for me because I'm such a huge Westlife fan. But I was like, you never know, Kiki, what could have been? What could have been if you maybe tried your hand at Nikki? Because Nikki's very close to Ronan. Yes. Like, in that kind of same sort of vibe. Yeah, they, they, they look they look at like when they both started out, like when Westlife were first starting out, there was definitely a Ronan similarity there. Like, and to be fair, Nikki is the second hottest member of Westlife. So... 
Yes, and I think we are all agreed it's after Shane, right? No, 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 obviously not. I meant Mark. No, but yes, sorry to Mark, <laughs> but it is definitely Shane. <laughs> it's always going to be Brian. No, um, it is definitely Shane. Yeah, he is yeah. the most, he's definitely up there in the most attractive Irishman at the moment. He's He got better looking with age. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The only thing is, I think people say sometimes he's short, but we're both short arses, so it's of no consequence to us. Yeah. I think it's this weird thing of like wanting to feel small and dainty as women, like so that if a man is shorter than us or skinnier than us or whatever, that we don't, we mightn't feel as feminine maybe or something like that. But mm-hmm. actually, I genuinely think um, that like, like besides the height thing, if you're still attracted to a person and you're still feeling amorous towards them and mm-hmm. you're still having great dates, the height thing will disappear. Well, so. my my sister in law is taller than my brother, even though I'm sure if he's listening to this, he'll deny it to the ground. <laughs> he absolutely is taller than him. And on her wedding day, and not that she wore like big, huge stilettos, but she obviously wore a small heel. And she was taller than my brother on his wedding day. Like, yeah, I mean, my cousin's married. He's married to a girl that's like definitely about five inches taller than him. And he doesn't care. Maybe like I do get that, you know, if I saw it on paper before I met the person, that they were well if they were shorter than me I'd be like what because we are very small um but if if I met them and liked them I don't know like would it bother me that much this is the thing right I I've seen like people discussing on this tick on TikTok before right because a lot of guys get so hepped up that women have high standards or whatever the case may be guys are all like oh I don't ask you how much you weigh Blah, blah. But here is the real subtle difference. Guys put their height on their profiles. Mm. So immediately you are lying. You yeah. know what I mean? Like most lads that I have met have lied about their height 100%. And then their excuse when you like bring it up, either joking or whatever, is like, well, that's what when I got measured at the doctor. When? 10 yeah. years ago? When were you last measured? Like it isn't something that your doctor tends to do on the regular when you go in. Mm. So when exactly when you were you last measured? So that's my whole thing is like if you, you're not comfortable with your height, don't put it up. Like somebody might ask, but don't lie and then expect someone not to notice. Like when you're in person, I think women generally know their own height themselves. So yeah. if you say you're five eight. And the girl is five seven. If she shows up and she's taller than you, you're you're not five eight. You're, yeah. you're not five eight. I hate to break it to you. Like I mean, in fairness, if I put my weight up that I was a hundred pounds, like I'm not. That is clearly a lie, and you can clearly say yeah. if you met me, hey, you're not a hundred pounds. But I think the big difference is, is that guys put their height up and put. I went on a date with. Do you remember, man, I went to the fucking par- car parking lot with. <laughs> Almighty. He had on his thing that he was six foot, okay? I am five foot, I'm barely five foot four, guys, right? So that would mean he would have to be eight inches taller than me. Eight inches, okay? Mm -hmm. That's a sizable size. What is it, about a head? Slightly more? Probably more. Like, size of head. He got out of his car. I was like, he's been an inch taller than <laughs> I was wearing I was wearing a boot like a small boot maybe like two inches mm. so it's maybe five foot six I was like he's five foot eight at a bush 
Most men, um, Irish men, are 5'8". They're 5'8 yeah. to 5'10". And like, yeah. they just love to push them extra few inches and say that they're just six foot. But yeah. like, as a woman here, I love tall men. Love them, love them, yeah. love them. I know I've just said, it wouldn't really bother me that much about the short thing, but I love tall men. I just something really attractive about being my height five foot one yeah but I, I know but I totally get it I like I think tall men are so attractive as well it's not generally the kind of man I end up attracting yeah <laughs> but I like tall men are attractive and I, I get why it's attractive but I do think like if there's other qualities about a person that you fancy mm, yeah if the sexual chemistry is still there then like it shouldn't matter I do think it is unfortunately I do think it's that little thing like you were saying like you're so small and this big tall man mm-hmm. and there is something kind of girly and like which is awful because like feminism like let's try to be better but like I think there is something ingrained in us you know like that hunter-gatherer yeah. like caveman thing still in our brain that we need this big tall strong man to mind us or protect us or whatever um but no we can be the hunter. We can also be the gatherer, you know? Yeah, um, we can. But like, I really like somebody else to do it for me because I can't be arsed. <laughs> like, I'd like once, I want someone to swoop in and just be like, Nicola, I'll take care of everything. And I'd be like, Grant, I'm going to lie yeah. down on the bed. Okay. <laughs> you come back to me when you've gone and got the shopping done, the dinner's made. <laughs> I want that shit done for me. Sorry, <laughs> <Well>, feminism. <laughs> speaking of swooping in, uh, you left us on a bit of a, a bit of a cliffhanger last yes. week we were talking about the amount of weddings you've had mm. you've already had some I believe you might have there might, be, might have been a little action uh, <laughs> it was, it was funny before we went to Ed Sheeran last week um you hadn't arrived because of course you're always 17 hours was, yeah and uh the group that we were with were like oh my god tell us about this this thing that I'm about to tell you <laughs> and uh, I was like do you not want to just wait for the episode of the podcast and they were like now Tell us now. And I was like, well, that's six listens gone because I won't be hard to listen again. <laughs> and fast forward. Yeah. They're like, oh, we've heard this story. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have been at many weddings already. And what month we're in. And this goes out to be May. And I've been to, I've lost count. And I've two more, two hens, two more weddings to go so far this year. So that's a joy. Um, But I was at my friend's wedding around St. Patrick's Day. And um. Remember, I think I was telling you on this that I had, maybe I was telling Michelle that we'd have this singles house thing yes, that we were going yeah, to. Yeah. Um, so when we got up there, it was like, um, it was really cute. It was like this, um, uh, you know, in Dirty Dancing, when when uh, your one gets the abortion, this is so bad to relate to this. <laughs> oh my God. But you know the shack. What happened she, at this wedding? <laughs> you know the shack that she lives in. It's oh, like, yeah. up these lovely steps. It's a real one. Yeah. It was like that. So without the abortion part. Specific <laughs> reference there. Yeah. It's just what I was like, there's a scene where she goes, Johnny. And that's the only thing I can remember when I was put at this place. I was like, my God, it's very like this. Anyway, it's very adorable. There were six people in the house, four girls, two boys. Um, all single three of us knew each other and one of the girl me and two of the girls knew each other and one of the girls knew, was friends with the two boys so that was fine okay. anyway the wedding was great crack it was like as if COVID never existed nobody even mentioned it the whole day it was absolutely fantastic it was Paddy's weekend everyone was just like happy out throwing themselves around the place um, and I, I must have drank 72 baby Guinnesses like honest <laughs> to God I just I just remember being like we'll, we'll have one and then <laughs> That started just everyone had to buy around then of baby yeah. games. Couldn't go to yeah. the bar without getting one, you know. Um, but uh, I met the two lads. One of them was a groomsman. I met one of the other guys as well who was staying with us. Really nice lads. 
really good crack blah 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 anyway we all end up back at our house because that turns out the single house has to be the party house yeah. of course yeah. after the wedding and ended up kissing one of the lads who stayed in our house grant got up next morning and when I say next morning it's like two o'clock next day and you're normally like oh Jesus what time <laughs> do we stop drinking at and I stopped drinking around five but the party kept going to like seven and oh. then they all got up at like 11 o'clock and went drinking again I was like fair play to them but I was still asleep <laughs> and then you know when you wake up you go the, the girl I was sharing the room with, she was like did you kiss your man last night I was like yeah I think so <laughs> yeah yeah no I did yeah mm-hmm. okay grand but uh he came back over a few minutes later. There was no awkwardness. It was grand. And yeah. uh, we went off for day two. All of us having the crack. That was fine. But everywhere we went the whole day, everyone kept coming up to me like, and where's your boyfriend? I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, like, no. You know, in those weddings, that's just like everyone, yeah. parents, everybody. So like if he even. Because everyone wants a bit of romance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then sorry, like, and then the the wedding was over. So it was day two, so like them two are already married, obviously. So they're like, right, well, <laughs> let's get some new romance going. So like, I was sitting with the bride's dad watching GA on his phone while the rugby yeah. was on on the telly. So it was like in this very sporting moment, very involved, and everyone's like, ah, would you not let her go now? Find her man. I was like, oh god. So you know what I mean. So he, uh, anytime he came in, uh, everyone would be like. Nudge, nudge. And we we're a little cheating, like so. It's not like he was very far away from me at any given point. Because it was so small. I was like, right. But uh, at one point, I was sitting with these like little kids I'd been dancing with the night before, and I was chatting away to them and their mom. And the little kid goes, uh, "Do you have a boyfriend?" And he picked that precise moment to walk over and sit down beside me on the chair. I was like, "Oh, why, why, man, why?" But um. We, yeah, we kind of kissed the whole weekend then. Well, like not during the day. It was more like, you know, kissed at the night. Yeah, yeah, after like a that. few drinks when yeah, the sun set. Yeah, you know, the sun set. The sun had well set. It was March. <laughs> the sun set at about four o'clock. <laughs> but uh, he asked me for my number on the Saturday night at like 4 a.m. or something. And I was like, I know, I just said to him, I was like, if I give you my number now, is this going to be one of these bullshit things where you don't ever text me? I was like, because I can't be arsed with this shit, you know? And he was like, no, no, I will, I'll text you. And he goes, then I gave him my number and he goes, that doesn't look right. Is that a fake number? I was like, no, I just told you, like, if you're, if you're going to text me, why would I give you a fake number? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um, so anyway, he texted me that the Sunday, I think he was gone about two hours. I hadn't even made it back to my friend's house from the venue. <laughs> then he had texted me and I was like, ah, oh, it's okay. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, and he then I had to get a four and a half hour bus back to Dublin. So that was horrendous. Yeah. And uh, he texts, thanks to God, he texts me the whole way. So it kind of kept me from, you know, throwing up all over the place and, uh, <laughs> or crying irrationally on the bus for the time. One or the other. Yeah. Um, and so then he was texting me like every day. Um, and it was fine on my days off. But like when you're working, you don't really want someone to be texting me like all day, you know, that kind of, yeah. And especially because it's like, you know, there's not that much to talk about during the week. I don't know about you, but I'm incredibly fucking boring during the week. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, my highlight will be I'm watching Dairy Girls and then I'm going to bed. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> much to talk about. Unless something dramatic happens at work and that's maybe once every, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, like, if I text you every single day, Roisin, going, hey, what's the story today at work? Or what's, how's your day going? You'd be like, grand. Any news? No. What are you watching? I know we standers. Like, this is... <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'm going to have to tease out this texting a bit because... Yeah. Um, I'm not used to it and I've nothing to yeah. say. I work from home. Yeah. I'm like, I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> um, so then on the Tuesday or something like that, he was like, would you want to go for a drink sometime? And I said, yeah. 
he didn't refer to it he didn't refer to it again he just started talking about something else and I was like did I send the message saying yeah I was like okay then the next day he was like when would suit you to go for drinks or whatever in the middle of another conversation and I said I gave him two options Friday and Sunday yeah and then he just changed the subject again I was like right right okay then the Thursday he was like I'll I'll let you know if we can go for drinks tomorrow he let me know on Friday (laughs) on Friday not ideal um and then he was like because he doesn't live in Dublin so he's getting the training and I was like finished work at six I was like any chance gonna let me know what time or where yeah he let me know about 15 minutes before he arrived in Dublin and I was like what the fuck (laughs) and then I was like where like where are you going and he was like ringing me as I was getting the bus into town he's like just walking along O'Connell Street I was like oh Jesus Christ (laughs) be any more less prepared of a date yeah maybe in the way that was probably a good thing I don't know yeah it was grand we had real good crack um he started drinking the whole night he missed his train home so he had to stay here which I wasn't too keen about because you know first date and all that kind of stuff and you know uh you kind of want to be a bit like you know don't yes, stay I, I want to go home yeah. and I want to get up the next morning and not be home yeah. over so I just kicked him out the next morning and be gone good luck to you yeah um and while he was there he's like do you want to go out next week and I said yeah sure grant he didn't mention it again until the Thursday I was like <laughs> and then he was like do you want to go for dinner I was like you can't arrange to go for dinner in Dublin like a few hours beforehand you have to plan these things book something yeah and I was going for brunch on the Saturday so I was like oh, I'm just gonna have to go sober because I he was he was going to a gig that wasn't starting until half 11 <sighs> no thanks okay. and um, I know very late and yeah. so I was like I'll go and not drink and then you can go meet your friends so because I wasn't yeah. interested in going to a gig and ruining my whole Saturday um yeah 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 bro, especially because brunch starts so early anyway yada 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 um this is the highlight of the story when I tell people so <laughs> he um he had a lot of drink while I was not drinking. I had two non-alcoholic beers and he had maybe okay. more than seven pints. So okay. Was, yeah. Okay. And throw in that he smokes. So he went, every pint he had, he went to the toilet afterwards and then went for a cigarette. So we're there okay. for three hours and there's maybe seven pints. Like calculation wise, a lot of that time was... For a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you kind of just get really awkward because it's Friday night in town and everyone's, everyone's really busy and everyone's in like, you know, you're probably pretty obvious that you're on a date and this kind of stuff because we're just in a pub, like sitting at yeah. the bar as well. So like, you know, you kind of people are coming up beside you all a lot. So you're yeah, kind of you're not like a, a private table. You're, you know, yeah. Friday's are busy again now because pe- a lot of people are back hybrid office. So you can tell like there's definitely a few more like work parties and work kind of things. And on, there was loads know? of tourists around because we were yeah. in town. Like, so there was loads of tourists, Americans and English. And, you know, they yeah. come off some sort of paddy wagon tour or something and they're all talking yeah. about it behind me. So I was just earwaking because I spent so much time on my own. I was like, yeah um but anyway <laughs> eventually he came back one of the times near the end and I was kind of like I had said I'd probably stay around till like 11 and um, because yeah. the gig was a half 11 and then um he did this thing that a lot of people do to people who don't eat meat and he said like you know what do vegetarians eat and I'm like oh I just hate that question I just hate it because like obviously you don't eat meat but like everything else is the same do you know what I mean and like also you can guess I mean, yeah. it's it's not that difficult. It's really I mean, not. It kind of <laughs> says it in the words, you know. Be yeah. love edge. <laughs> so, yeah. 
<laughs> and I just was like, oh, like, you know, same as everybody else, but I just don't eat meat. And he's like, oh, you'd hate it in my house and all this because we eat so much meat. And I was like, well, loads of my friends eat meat. Like, I used to eat meat. Like, yeah. what, I'm not going to be judgmental, you know. Obviously, I'd like people to eat less, but whatever. Yeah. Um, And then he told me, get ready for this. He told me that they'd had deer in his house. Um, They ate deer <laughs> recently or whatever. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, what? And he's like, oh, because my dad, we hunt deer. We hunt deer. I was like, sorry, you're telling this to me. I have told you that I went to Africa to help save animals. And you've just told me that in your spare time, that you and your family run around Kildare, not rural fucking Roscommon. I don't know. Not, that wouldn't even count. Rural fucking Canada where there's no. <laughs> there's no food and you eat you kill deer for sport for a crack and then he's like yeah and then it's okay we just we kill the deer and then we put it in the freezer i'm like oh it's getting better and better so like i've been in your house and opened the freezer so the dead deer there and antlers <laughs> yeah i was like right and i go and why did you think to tell me this why why would you tell somebody who clearly <laughs> doesn't eat meat that you kill animals for sport like why Honest to God, I literally sat there and I was like, ah, oh, here, it was quarter past 10. I was like, I have my fucking hoop waiting until 11 o'clock. I was like, get me gone. Get me gone. Oh my God. And so was that the end of the love affair? He he went off and went to his gig, whatever. And he texted me a few times the next day and stuff like that. And he texted yeah. me when he was drunk at like half three in the morning. Yeah. And then I didn't hear from him for a week because everyone was like, are you going to give him the like... The, the text you know like I'm not yeah. interested or whatever blah 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 and so I was like I will but I actually haven't heard from him so it's actually fine and then he texts me one night at like on a Thursday night at like one o'clock in the morning I take it we're not going out on a third date <laughs> and I went oh all right and I was like the passive aggressive drunk text you know girls do it too so I'm not judging yeah. but I just was like I woke up next morning I was like oh. so I literally replied eight o'clock next morning I was like guessing you were out last night I was like look I think we're, we're too different and I thought you thought the same because I haven't heard from you in a week. So um, I was like, I think like, he's really nice. Like he's really sound and stuff. And I was like, well, hopefully we'll meet up at the next thing that the bride and groom, because yeah. he's friends with the groom. And I was like, you know, we'll be grand, you know, whatever like that. So it is, yeah. had to end it like that. But it was kind of like afterwards, I, you know, sometimes when you're caught up in the thing, you know, when you sit back and look at things, like I did think he didn't ask me very much about myself and he kind of talked quite a lot. And you know me, I talk all the time, but mm-hmm. I was quiet both times and that'll tell you right okay I get you I mean that I would say the whole killing deer thing yeah. <laughs> like would be a huge thing yeah. like it like even to me who eats meat mm-hmm. like like now I know people who like I'm sure like <laughs> other vegans and vegetarians are listening they're probably going you can't pick and choose what you like or what you don't like being like people kill cows and sheep there's like yeah here. there's something about the hunting like aspect of it that kind of yeah. um turns me a little bit i don't know if you, I, I don't know if you've ever seen get out but like the family and that hunt animals and stuff and they're lunatics but um i just have this image of now deer heads and this guy's fucking family home in kildare yeah and so they have antlers i was like i'm sorry like you don't live in a wooden shack in like the Antarctica. Like, why would yeah. you have that now in Claire? <laughs> now, we used to have the skin of a, uh, I want to say a deer, but it probably wasn't quite a deer because my dad lived in Africa and brought it from, it was probably like an 
and handed it out. Handed it out. Is that the right thing? Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I loved it. It was on the back of her couch. And I was like, woo, like wearing as a cape like, around. I don't think I really understood what it was. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and I would never really buy, like, do you know what I mean? you know like fur or like anything like that obviously I wear leather like it's in my shoes and stuff like that like I can't be all high and mighty about it because obviously I eat meat and there is something about hunting I just automatically think of like American hicks yeah like, are, are those assholes who go pay like to kill elephants in yeah. like Portland and stuff like that like or it's just so of- it's so not me like it's really just not me and like as I said I don't care if you eat meat in front of me it's mm. the fact that you go out with the target in mind of killing something like it's just it's so anti everything I'm for in my life and it's yeah. and it's also like it, it is a deal breaker for me because I couldn't like be yeah and you. also like if like if you ignored it and then you went to go meet family yeah. like you just can't like it's it's some it is a principle and it probably is something you can't really Mm-hmm. like get beyond really like it would be different if he said like if he was like oh my dad hunts but like I don't and like you know what I mean I don't like it you know whatever if maybe it was a you know fatherly or siblings did something but at least if they didn't so you could kind of maybe like move past it and as he said maybe like there was actually other things it was just in the the throes like I remember actually either day like with a guy whatever it was two years ago and similar to that like he was a smoker and like every time he'd have like similar to that I'd find he'd go out and smoke which is it's grand but then you're just like spending like it's like you have to have a smoke every time you finish a pint yeah that's the thing like if it was like like I came in I had like he was in the bar before me and I came in and he left to have a smoke both times I met on the date with him so like I just arrived and was there like two minutes and he's like right and while you're here now like basically you can mind the stuff while I go away yeah. and have smoke and I was like we're not t- we're not together like that's not yeah. okay yet yeah like you think you try to hold out just a tiny bit mm-hmm. like especially with someone you don't know I just don't think, think seven like- cigarettes in three hours is necessary like I just don't think so yeah. No, but um, um, I but I like if if somebody like I would definitely recommend them to somebody else. It just wasn't for me, you know. If you like killing animals, if you like hunting deer and, and smoking afterwards, so this is a man for you. Oh well, look, I took the I took the good thing from it because you know I haven't been on a date in so long, and I probably have built it up to be such a bigger thing thing in my head without intentionally yeah. doing that. And I did two, and I did one of them was sober, like so. Yeah. I, I just like when everyone was like, oh, you bit bummed out. I was like, do you know what? No, it's fine because I've actually just done two dates in the space of a week with a, a guy who like didn't fuck me over or you know yeah. call me names or anything like that. Yeah, because just didn't end. just didn't mesh. Yeah, like it was just not my principles and his are different. Um, so yeah. that's just that. But uh, you know, if I met him, we'd still have great crack, like do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, that kind of way. Um, and it didn't end in a big blowout or you know, yeah. storming off or anything like that either on either sides. Um, I just were just too different but like to get like I was trying to take the good from it like that I I know it was things that I not it makes me kind of more aware now what I'm definitely not interested in like yeah I don't really like smoking anyway but I definitely yeah. am not into someone who's going to go smoking like all the time like the guy that I was seeing in Australia for the long the that guy he smoked yeah. but he was always very respectful about it like it was always yeah. he would have one maybe if somebody else is there to sit with you on a night out or something like that or if you're in his house he'd smoke on the balcony so that he could be in the, his head could be in the door and talk to you at the same time that kind of yeah stuff. 
I'm not interested in that. I obviously am not interested in people who kill animals for for the crack of it. Yeah. <laughs> not for me. I think I said this before, God, probably ages ago. I think we were talking about dating and I think you were kind of saying, oh, you're so busy and stuff like that. And you were saying about, we're worried about building up dates in your head. And it is a thing sometimes with dates, right? Because some people are like, I won't give blah time, blah time. But sometimes going on dates, even if it's just one, it does give you an idea of what you're genuinely interested in and what mm. you are actually looking for. So like even sometimes maybe if you're not 100% sure in the person, like if you if you have the time free, there's no harm to go to explore, you know, because I, sometimes I think in text and there's a difference then between them in person. Sometimes they can be brilliant in text and in person they're fucking rubbish. Like, I mean, yeah. like you can have it either way. But I do sometimes think it's worth going. And that's really good that, yeah, like had a date, you enjoyed it. It wasn't a total mess. It just, it just didn't work out. But more importantly, was that your first post-COVID shift? Um, no, sure. I was with my, well, do you have my German lava? Because that was still cold. Oh, your German lava. Yes. No, my yes. German lava. Okay. Although knew- COVID was still rampant, I suppose, because like yeah. we did have. But was that the last one before that? Because that's what, like a year ago? Um, no, the, the lava was um, October. Um, oh, okay. No, I kissed someone at Joanne McNally, because, and that's the horror story Michelle was like <laughs> wrecking my head about because of when you were off. Um, we don't want to talk about that because that just gives me the epic fear of all time. Just can't can't cope with that memory in my mind or lack of memory in my mind. Um, oh, but it was also like I sober kissed him as well. So so so, so like there was good things to come out of all these things. Yeah, like, growth, growth. Yeah, but you know what? I went on to. I was saying to a friend of mine afterwards. I didn't. The thing about it was, I didn't tell anybody I was going on this date because I didn't want to build up. I didn't want anyone texting me going, what are you going to wear? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And getting in my head. Um, and so I didn't really tell anybody until like kind of now, like I suppose yeah. probably, I'm probably going to get a message from somebody because I don't think I've told most of my friends. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to get messages from people. who are going to be like, wow. This is, how, this is how you'll know who listens or not. Exactly. So you know your true friends. Yeah. They'll be like, so Roisin broke up with him and you went on a date. Now, you never <laughs> told me. I'm like, well, you never asked. <laughs> But um, I did then say, oh, maybe I'd give the apps a go because I was in the mind frame of like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Like I can go yeah. on another date now and meet another guy yeah. or whatever. But um, I knew he was on Bumble because I seen it on his phone. So I didn't want to go on that. Um, yeah. But so I tried Hinge and I downloaded Tinder again and nothing really happening. They're all curtains. Like, honestly, there was nothing there. And I was really up for like, because I was in the yeah. mind frame, you know, when you're active and stuff like that. And um, there was nothing. Nobody was like, didn't seem to be like, any interactions you'd get a match but like no one was responding or if they did they were very much like this guy this dutch guy was messaging me seemed really nice but he was like i was going to another wedding and i was like i'm going to a wedding on saturday i'll talk to you kind of like monday or something and he texted me monday morning at like quarter to eight and i didn't reply because it was quarter to eight in the monday morning so maybe i went to reply then at like one o'clock and he unmatched me because i hadn't replied in time and i was kind of like dude like come on like chill yeah, yeah, and then the guy was like message. He matched with me on like a Saturday evening, and he texted me like Sunday morning really early. And I was assuming he was still drunk because he's flat out messaging. And then he just disappeared as well. And I was kind of like, <laughs> so like, I think when you're in the mind frame, it is good, but like it's hard when you you are in the mind frame and then there's not anyone there to kind of talk to. Yeah, I think this time of year is kind of random. Like I know even from before when I was doing the apps and stuff, this time of year would, would tend to be like people start getting busy. Yeah, start going on holidays. Weddings are back. 
people are going to festivals, gigs, and I find like it's people are on the apps, but maybe really aren't on them on them, so they're not really looking at them or they're too busy. And I think particularly now, people are going back to their offices, like socialized or picking up, like everything like that. So I always think like coming into summer is that kind of weird time. Like people do tend to be dating, but I don't know how much of their heart like they're putting into it. The only thing I will say is I've had like 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 on top of you, I've had a couple of people tell me they've had like nice dates. Now I haven't turned into anything, but seems like some people are having like positive experiences, even if it's not ending up in relationship status, mm-hmm. but are like having nice dates with decent guys. And at that stage, that's all I can hope for for anybody yeah. listening is yeah. that at the very least, at the very minimum, you have a nice date with a nice guy and it may not be like, you know, true love or whatever. But like, I mean, at the very minimum, I, I hope if you're dating right now that you have lovely, pleasant dates that don't up with guys being absolute dicks. But yeah, yeah, I do think it's that time of year. It's a weird this kind of I always feel like coming into this time of year people are a bit flaky a bit flighty and they've got other shit going on like and I just don't think I always think like coming into winter like autumn time cuffing season yeah cuffing season is like the prime time to get yeah I think as well the the few people I do know who did go on dates only one of them met on an app um similar to you I know a few people have gone them they've all been just met on nights out or like the wedding or like I did or whatever Mm -hmm. So it's just that time that people now don't want to be on their phones, maybe, and want to do it yeah. the old-fashioned way. I oh, actually need something in real life, though. Yeah. For, like, a change. That's we probably should mention their, um, the matchmaking event. <clears throat> Sorry, they yeah. messaged us. Um, you might have it on your Instagram there. Um, there's going to be an event in May, and it's for 40s to 55-year-olds. 75 men, 75 women, and um, it sounds really good. And they're going to be doing one for 30s to 40s this ed in June. So I'll be up for that yep. for a bit crack. Like 75 yep. people, surely one of them has to be decent. <laughs> surely one out of 75. I won't, I'm really curious to see how difficult or easy they will find it to get the men. I yeah. think getting the women will be no bother whatsoever. Um, I think getting the men. That'll be interesting. It'd be interesting to see how their um their event goes for the over 40s. So I'll be keeping an eye on that. I think it's it's meet your match events. Um that's what they are in on Instagram. And I think their event is on in the Ivy Gardens, I think it is. Yeah, the so hotel. It's lovely, really over, nice hotel. Yeah. So if you are interested, um, I'd suggest uh getting onto them and uh like Basically, you have arrival drinks, icebreaker games, prizes. Probably not going to do like, I guess, quizzes or little things to kind of um, break the ice between people. So it seems like it's a bit of crack. Uh, myself and Nicola might attend the next one if it's yep. under 40s. Um, and uh, we'll let you know how it gets on. But there is something that you could do for yourself if you're sick and tired of fucking apps. That's for sure. Yeah. So if you do know someone who's over 40 and he's kind of interested, that it could be a little, at least look, bring a friend and it could be a little and that great night out like we'll go and do the over 30s one it'll just be something to do as well meet new people you can meet great girls at these things we met great girls at the speed dating so like it, it worse comes to worse if you make a new female single friend who you have to go out with on a night out sure isn't that great yeah no totally absolutely so i'll be interested to see how it goes and i'll be interested to hear um 
I mean, that's 30s event. So we, we'll wait for bated breath yeah. for that uh, invitation. But till um, then, Roisin's going on her holidays now. So she's, look at her, she's sitting in front of me in her bikini. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard a few days. Off to pick up an Italian stallion, doesn't that it? Well, look, if you do, we want to hear all about it. <laughs> Find I, a lover. Like, <laughs> Take a lover like I did in holiday. Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> until next time, guys. Have Bye-bye. a great week. Bye-bye. Look after yourselves.